Welcome to the All Hail Oakland podcast, your place for sports talk, boy bands, and straight propaganda. Here are your hosts, Athletics Rants and Robbie Wilson. We're all in this together, baby. This is Athletics Rants, and welcome back to another episode of the All Hail Oakland podcast. I'm here yet again with my co-host, Robbie Wilson. What is up, dude? Marcus Simeon is a Toronto Blue Jay. And literally seconds before we started recording this, there's a report that Tommy LaStella is close to a deal with the San Francisco Giants. And honestly, losing Simeon, everyone's saying that it's a big loss for us, but honestly, it's really not. But us losing Tommy LaStella, I am actually starting to get kind of worried for the fate of the 2021 Oakland Athletics. How are you feeling right now? Yeah, I mean, the, you hit him on the head. The whole Simeon thing, like I understand a lot of A's fans are very upset because they loved him, you know, hometown guy, worked his ass off, got really better overall just as a player. But, you know, when it came down to it, last year they were paying him $15 million. And do you think he played like a $15 million player last year? No. Okay. So I thought his deal would be once this offseason kind of got further and further away, from that last game in the World Series to now, it just never felt like Semyon was ever going to get a multi-year deal. Never. So, the, I, I said it a couple weeks ago. I thought he was going to. I thought he was going to come back to the A's for at least a year, eleven, twelve million dollars. I thought that was a pretty fair deal. But when you see eighteen million dollars, guys, if you're an A's fan and you are shocked by this, why? You, you, we have never done that. The A's have never done that kind of deal. One year, eighteen million is ridiculous. The A's want to get guys on two years for like ten million. <laughs> they want to do deals. They don't do that kind of thing. Didn't Kobe say in Grill and Chill that eighteen million is a third of the A's payroll? Is that even is that even true? I mean, that's what he said. Feels, I mean, I, I wouldn't feels, doubt it. Feels about right. Which is insane. Would we really want to pay a third of our payroll to a shortstop coming off a really bad year? Not a bad. I mean, he wasn't. Actually, he was kind of. It wasn't very good. It wasn't. It wasn't very good. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't very good. Two twenty three batting average. His OPS was six seventy nine. His career OPS is seven forty seven. So like that. There's your, there's your threshold line, and then he was way under it last season. So, and he's not even going to play shortstop. He's (laughs) he's going to play second for Toronto. So like, I don't understand. You you don't even know if you're if you're Toronto. You don't know if he's any good at second base. Yeah, I know. It's, It's a completely different position. I mean, that's why it's a one-year deal. I mean, he's only getting older, so we'll see. Yep. I don't think that's he's going to hit. I'm sure he won't be. It's not possible to be possible to be much worse than he was last year, honestly. But I don't think he's going to get anywhere close to how good he was in 2019 when he was third in the AL MVP voting. Yeah, no, that was – that feels like it's going to be his peak. And, uh, you know, that's uh, it's crazy to me that the A's fans are like – so shocked and like hurt by this it's like guys why do you guys care dude this isn't losing just, chapman or alson i mean yeah he was a fan favorite exactly and yeah like i said he worked really hard he got a lot better overall just defensively he was a lot better but man he's just not <laughs> he's not worth 18 million dollars for one season to me i mean now he's he's gonna run it back with toronto as a second baseman and then he'll be going up against the market against correa seager story I mean, good luck well, with that. So yeah, no one's gonna want Simeon over any of those guys. So no, good luck no. with that, Marcus. Yep. 
good luck, man. So, and then that's the last of uh, Marcus Simeon. We will see in an A's uniform. Hey, he had some great moments with the A's for sure. A lot of clutch hits. Uh, really cool to see him just improve over that. I mean, first season with the A's, I could not stand that guy, but here we are. 2015. He's, he's getting, yeah, he's getting $18 million now. So, I mean, good, really good for him. Uh, happy for him and, and his family. It's great, you know, for him, but I, I just, I'm not going to miss him after last season. And that it's just my feelings about him. I know you're not supposed to say like, well, it's just one play, but it was in the playoffs and it was game one and that error that he had that changed the whole feel of that game against Houston in game one was yeah, that stuck with me. That stuck with me forever, ever since then. And that's as routine as a play you can get. And he makes, I, I don't care about the bobble as much, but then I do it. He just short arms every throw all the time. And, Made made Matt Olson was a gold glover because of Marcus Simeon's bad throws. And that's that's what's going to be interesting with him playing second now. He doesn't have to make that long throw all the time. So that probably could help him in the end. But I just that error, man. I I can't get it out of my head. And that changed the whole series. Yeah, you, you, yeah. That's the last memory. You sent that video of it in our group chat, and honestly, it kind of ruined my day for a good thirty minutes. But <laughs> it's okay now. It but, sucks, bro. That was that's that's my last memory of Marcus Simeon. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. My first memory of Marcus Simeon was in 2015. Right, I went to an Orioles A's game at Camden Yards. The A's lost 18 to two, and Marcus Simeon ran right into Coco Crisp's, like at right at the edge of the infield, and it was just so <laughs> embarrassing, bro. But that is, that's I mean, that's what he was, though, at that point in his career. I mean, he could hit like crazy, though. Those the first year in 2015, he was just hitting tanks like he would make an error. And then next inning, he would homer. It felt like <laughs> it was pretty yeah, crazy. Dude, weird. That team, those teams sucked. God. So but hey, it was cool to see Sammy improve for sure. But the A's will never do that. That is the bottom line of this whole thing. And it, just reading Twitter today, everyone's like, ah, you no. sell the team, Fisher. It's like, no. Not this one. You know, if they don't sign back Chapman or Olsen or both of them, you it's know, it's going to hurt. Yeah, that one's going to suck. That one's going to be like, all right, what are we doing here? You know, what's the end goal for this team if you can't even keep those guys who we waited so long for? So that will be the moment where you're like, okay, dude, come on. But now we're looking at Listella and this just, this just broke in. So like he's close with the Giants. And now it's like, man, we really needed Listella back because now we're going to rely on, probably like we talked about with our projected lineups relying on Tony Kemp, you know, Vima Machine, Sheldon Noisy, Pinder. Those guys, Pinder's going to play short. So I mean, yeah, second base. It's just going to be you don't have a shortstop right now. I mean, Chad Pinder does not play shortstop. He is not a true shortstop. He's a much better outfielder and but you're going to have to right now, he's the guy until yeah, Nick the, Allen is ready. This is a mess. Yeah, we just need a gap guy. Somebody to fill in for 2021, maybe the beginning of 2022 while Nick Allen's getting ready, like you said. But yeah, I just don't know what we're going to do there. And now that we are probably losing Tommy LaStella, we are kind of screwed. I am starting to get a little worried now, to be honest. Yeah, the Tommy LaStella thing was the one. Once I saw today that Semien was gone, I was like, all right, well, let's go all in on LaStella. And then literally, what was it, like an hour, two hours later now? It's yeah. Everything's everybody's tweeting right now. Like, now, do you think there is a coincidence that the Tommy LaStella news breaks right after the Mark, the Marcus Simeon news breaks? 
like I wonder if Listella was holding out to see if the A's would offer anything. And he, we probably just said, we're poor. We have no money. And he decided to go across the bay. I mean, maybe that's, that's decent speculation, but I think the A's are just going to give him a low ball offer where the giants are probably going to give him a little bit more than he's probably worth. And he's going to have to play second base for them, or I guess third. And, uh, that's a good fit. He's a Tommy Lestella is a guy who can fit in anywhere because he just he's a productive hitter. He just does the right thing at the plate all the time, and he'll play average defense. And that's exactly what I wanted with the A's. And here we are again. <laughs> and dude, my hope and hype for baseball season kind of just took a big like burst like i i don't know how to feel right now just thinking about what this lineup's going to be especially in the infield and we've lost our two biggest potential leadoff guys but whatever i guess <laughs> whatever <laughs> i'm used yeah, to this I mean, as an ace this fan. is it man this is we talked about this before when liam uh when Liam signed with the White Sox, it's just this is how it is, man. This is this is what we signed up for. It's been like this forever. So I mean, this is it. This yep. is what the A's get. The life and of an we, A's fan. We uh we really can't have nice things. So it's annoying. But honestly, I am but more upset. I'm, I'm more upset about Listella. Listella yeah. than I am about Hendricks and Simeon. To be completely one thousand percent. Oh, <laughs> Andrelton Simmons just signed with the Twins for 10, 10 and a half million. <laughs> the gut punch, man. This is just constantly coming. Semyon literally just set the precedent. That salary that he got set it. So now it's going to be moved around him. And Simmons getting 10 and a half, that feels about right. I thought Semyon was going to get that kind of money. <laughs> so, jeez. Yeah. This is what happens when you overpay for one guy. One team does it. Now everybody's going to overpay for players. But that Simmons one feels okay that's but, more viable than 18 million for marcus Semyon. yeah that one's well, that one makes more sense because since simmons has been hurt you know he's been getting hurt the last few years of his career decent hitter really good defender so i mean that's that's a good deal for the twins honestly so i mean but here we are just kind of sitting on our hands i don't really know do you know who's left for shortstop free agent wise is freddie galvis still out there no, he got signed like an hour ago to the Phillies. Was the, it the Phillies? Yeah. It was some East Coast team. It was it was a team that was red. I believe it was. The <laughs> There's a lot of teams that were no, red. No, no, no. It was like an East Coast team. Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it was Philadelphia. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But yeah, he's gone now too. So this is a mess. And I don't know what the A's are going to do. Are we really going to be stuck with Chad Pinder playing shortstop most of the season? I wanted him to get more at-bats, but I really didn't want it to be like this. I wanted him to get more at bats in the outfield. We've talked about this for yeah. ever. I mean, we can only say the same thing so much, dude. This is, oh, dude, I hate being an ace fan sometimes. <laughs> yeah, isn't Eric Sogard still available? Is he? Honestly, <laughs> I, I mean, at this point, why not? Like, we're desperate. Yeah, let's hit up Cliff Pennington. Let's let's get Bobby Crosby off of the Midland Rockhounds manager position, and let's uh, let's go. <laughs> do you think do you think Miguel Tejada is still available? Yeah, well, hit him up. Let's see if he wants to play. Shoot some roids in him. I'm ready for it, but dude, this is a mess. I am really scared now. I honestly I can't find who's left for free agent shortstops that are any good. Like, 
so the A's are going with Pinder, man. This is it. Like they're going to go with Pinder. I mean, he proved that he deserved more at bats at the end of the last season and throughout the season, but but he's never been a good shortstop. shortstop. I don't trust him defensively either. So, yeah, ugh. that's kind of his bug. I mean, he came up as a shortstop, so this is supposed to be his spot, but he's just he never really got a full chance at shortstop. And he's just been a utility guy his entire career. And that's his best asset is he can play multiple positions. So if you stick him just at one spot, that that means you have to have another bench guy up there because Pinder's taking all the shortstop innings away and the at-bats at shortstop. So that means you're going to have to open up another guy so who, who can play the outfield. It's just like you can't rely on a guy like Tony Kemp to do that. I mean, Tony can play the outfield. He can play second base, sure, but... Tony's not really that kind of player anymore. He's just like a spot start every now and then kind of guy. Okay. So uh. I, I'm thinking of something now. Okay. Do you think that there will be some games throughout the season where we move Chapman to shortstop and then play like noisy or someone at third just to yeah, give that's... like Pinder a day off? I can see like that happening because Chapman played shortstop that one game, I believe it was against the Houston Astros last season yeah and i can see him having to actually do that a decent amount this season like it'll happen at least a handful of times where i yeah. think we see Chapman remember when everyone machado moved from third to short yeah and it was not a good move for him his drs went down and like he's just not he was not a very good shortstop overall he made some good plays but i i think i think chapman's pretty much good anywhere he goes he's obviously a lot better than machado is on defense by like miles but yeah. do you want do you want your best do you want the best third baseman in baseball moving over to shortstop just Not because at all. yeah just because you have like don't really have a guy there I mean I want my best third baseman to play third base so mm-hmm. I'd rather stick with a guy like I, I guess you can go with Pinder because you really have no other options so it just now I mean with this Listella news and now another veteran shortstop off the market and really nobody else available that's really any good this is what you have man and this is what you're rolling with and uh, they they had they got their work cut out for them dude i mean we're not gonna see nate orf out there you know what i'm saying Please <laughs> god no I, i'm done with nate orf uh i just think dude it's so funny when you look at the a's roster like they have a million gajillion outfielders and then you just look at their infield and it's just like oh they have kemp they have machine they have orf they have pinder it's, it's like their infield is Second base and shortstop. Well, shortstop probably now because I would roll with Sheldon Noisy and be kind of okay with that and Machine, I guess, a little bit. But shortstop is it's a disaster. You don't actually have a listed shortstop on your team right now. <laughs> this is a joke, bro. Major League <laughs> Baseball team, we don't have an actual shortstop on the roster. We just yep. choose to neglect it. Yep. Chad Bender is listed as a second baseman officially. Ugh, dude, this is so gross. Now – since we're about to lose out on Tommy Lestella, I tweeted this a couple hours ago. What do you think it would take to get Adam Frazier from Pittsburgh? I mean, you see how they're selling everybody off right now. Maybe we can get on, on that party and get him from them. I, I, I said that, um, I think, coming into last season, I wanted Adam Frazier because he's a contact guy. He's uh wasn't as good as Tommy Lestella, obviously. But, I mean, he played just very average defense and he hits the ball a lot, gets on base and was a very 
very good major league baseball player for today's game because it's obviously strikeout homer walk and he doesn't bring that he brings a different element like tommy listella did so i think he would be a kind of a guy that you could definitely look at but it's just it doesn't really feel like the a's want to make that kind of a deal this season it just feels like they want to roll with who they have right now and uh i mean we'll see dude they I, i'm looking at the um the other small very small signings they made they also have pete cosma who's 32 years old and I swear to God, if we see Pete Cosma getting major league innings with the 2021 A's, I'm going to shit a brick. Oh, dude, I'll be done. That dude sucks. He's garbage. He's a career 215 hitter. Yeah, that's pathetic, but I wouldn't put, put it past the A's. He's like the only, right now, he's like the only qualified guy who can actually play shortstop on the, on the entire with the entire organization that's ready right now. Sure, you can probably call Nick Allen that. He's probably going to ruin his development, though. No, he's only 22, and he's he's definitely ready defensively. Everyone says that. I mean, people said that about Chapman. People said that about Murphy and Olsen when they were in the minors. They're like, they could all play major league defense right now. It's just at the plate, they will definitely struggle. And I don't want to do that with uh, Nick Allen just yet. We want to wait for him. Because he's going to be something special at shortstop. He's going to be he's going to be a wizard, and we've already seen it a few times when they had games on spring training, on TV. He made a couple of really good plays, and I'm excited for him because he's a he's a spitfire man. He's going to be a good ball player for us, but he's not ready yet, and you can't rush these things. Like I know Ace fans are like, "Oh, it's Nick Allen time." It's like, whoa, no, it's not. Like he didn't do all he did last season was minor league camp. You can't you can't base that, you know. Yeah, not having minor league baseball didn't help either. So, yep. Thanks, MLB. You really killed that one, <laughs> God, dude. <sighs> well, I guess all we can do now is wait and see what the A's do with these positions, bro. But yeah, as we said, we're not. I'm not too. I'm not feeling too good about this right now, honestly. No, yeah, today definitely took a turn for the worse, and um, it's just the A's. They just aren't aggressive, and it's. It can be very frustrating. We, uh, but just just to remind everybody and to recap, we I'm not that mad about the Semyon thing. I kind of expected that um, to, for him to leave. I I was being hopeful, and I guess I I think I said I would put money on him coming back to the A's, but I said 11 million I think for the top. So that was I was seven million dollars off, but. Semyon getting a one year deal just goes to show for that much money. Just goes to show that the A's. The A's will never do that, and we're going to let other teams do that all, all fucking day. I'll let the Blue Jays overpay for Marcus Simeon all day. I don't care about that. It's retaining really good veterans and guys that really make your lineup a lot better because, dude, think about if Tommy Lestella was in the lineup with Matt Chapman all the time. That would have been great, having him back. Really yeah, we really never got to get that, you know? So now we probably won't because he's going to sign with the Giants, it looks like, so – which is weird. Why would he do that? They're not they're not really supposed to be that good. So who knows, bro? I don't know, I mean, man. Money talks. Which the A's never have, as always. I saw the report saying that the A's are telling people that we have no money. So it doesn't sound like we're gonna really get anybody of note. Nope. So yeah. This could do you think this is the beginning of the end? Um, it's a good question. Uh I think right now it's a little early to say that. Because the A's could still make a trade. They they could still do that thing because they do have a good couple of pieces that if they wanted to trade to get a good shortstop, Fuck. Fuck. They, 
they could do that. Exactly. Puck, they could trade a Nick Allen. They could do that kind of thing, you know? And if they wanted to get weird, they could even kind of mess around with guys like Loriano, guys like Jake Diekman, who are coming. He came off with his best career ever. And yep. everybody loves lefty relievers who can get both righties and lefties out. And that's what Jake Diekman did last season. So you have th- you have stuff like that. And the A's have done that in the past. We've seen it where they trade major league talent for for another position. So but then that opens up a whole nother hole in the bullpen. If yeah, I know. Deacon. So I like, know. Ugh, it's like pick your poison. Yep. But like we said, man, they do have some pieces that if they wanted to do it, they could. And they might. They Sometimes the A's have a – they tend to do these things where it feels like, especially in the middle of the season, where it feels like they're not going to do anything, and then they do it, you know. And it just kind of happens all in one day. So we'll see. We'll see if the A's do something tomorrow. Or if they're just kind of like, all right, we'll just pack it up and go, go with what we have. But is this the beginning of the end? Maybe. Um, yeah, that's what I'll, I'll say, maybe. But, hey, they still have Chapman, Olsen, Murphy, Loriano. If KD gets back to being what he was in the playoffs, great. They still have Lazardo, Still have Canna. Montas. And they still have Marcana. Bassett. They still have Chris Bassett. Yeah, exactly. Wendelkin, Deakman. We aren't as bad as... People think we are, but definitely we're taking some hits. We're not not going to be as good as we were in 2020. No, and we weren't. We were pretty good last season, even with a lot of guys having bad years. Some guys getting hurt. So that, and I still think we haven't seen the best of Matt Chapman. We haven't seen the best of Matt Olson. So this is it's going to be this is going to be a very very important year for Matt Chapman and Matt Olson. If they hit like shit again, then you start to think about like, are these guys worth the big money? So this is huge, man. This is a big year for those kind of guys. Chris Davis, too, because this is his last year of his contract. And Mark Cannon's on a free agent year. So it's, it's big years for these kind of guys. And we're going to need them to step up in a big way. So And Chad Pender, if you're going to play shortstop, man, step up. Let's go. He, he proved he can hit a little bit last season towards the end, too. But mm-hmm. defense. Yeah, man. So what do you feel we are in the division? Like, do you feel like we're not the best, are we? Second, we're a second-place team right now. I think we're still better than the Angels. We're definitely the Rangers didn't do anything. Mariners and, aren't there yet. Mariners, they probably won't be there unless Kyle Lewis uh, literally carries that team and wins them every game. But um, so you think the Astros are better than us right now? Yeah, definitely. I, the Astros are still the team to beat, even though they lost Springer. But dude, they still they still got Brantley back. So that, that dude's an ace killer. So yeah, he he loves he loves hitting against us. So. Yeah, I think I think we'll we'll battle for first place, but I, I think we're we're a wild card team as of right now. But yeah, man, here we go like again. I said, like I said, man, we don't know. The A's could they could just do stuff randomly. They'll just do it play one games. day. And that's yeah, exactly that's why we play the games. So you never know. Chad Pender could be he could be pretty solid at shortstop if we give him a full season at it because he's never gotten this chance. And the few chances that he has gotten a shortstop, he hasn't looked great. So that's why everyone's kind of like, ooh. But we'll see. I mean, I want it to work out for the sake of risk God Pinder. I mean, he, Chad Pinder alone is probably my favorite person to just like spread straight propaganda about. So I need this to work out. Risk God Pinder, baby. We love Mountain Man Pinder. We only wish him the best. Yes. Grow the beard back, Chad. It was True. good. Well, thank you everyone for listening to this special episode of the All Hail Oakland podcast and take care.